think in terms of meetings, uh, there's a lot of discussion at the moment. Interestingly enough, just looking at some of the early results from the UK's four-day week trial, one of the interesting results on that was that if you want to optimize your hours and go down to a four-day week, meetings are one of the principal things you need to tackle because they're a time vampire. They, they eat a lot of our time. And I think it's very easy to mistake activity for productivity in this space. But, you know, having back-to-back meetings for the entire day means that I'm talking about work rather than doing work. And we know actually with complex, particularly knowledge work, you need brain space. Um, you need that deep working environment. You need time to, to sort of step back and say, okay, I just need to switch everything off. I don't want to talk to anyone. I just need to think about this, to read, to write, to think. And I think that's one of the discussions, certainly, again, coming out that some of the stuff that has been done before with purely remote organizations um, is that they have windows of meeting opportunities rather than necessarily the whole day. They try and preserve a few hours, maybe in the morning and the afternoon, that are meeting free and preserve the meetings in the middle of the day, which then means you have to think about, well, what's valuable to have a meeting for? Um, why should I come together synchronously? And actually, a lot of the stuff that we do synchronously, maybe needlessly, can be done asynchronously using chat, using messaging, using shared spaces, rather than coming together to chat about things all the time. So I think that's an interesting one around how do we change the dynamics of how we collaborate, cooperate and synchronize work. Yes, indeed. And of course, this is a podcast called Leading for Business Excellence. That's the leadership decision, isn't it? To think about how do we go around making a huge shift change in our culture and for them as well in how they're used to working. I think it's a challenge for leaders because leaders are usually the ones that are on the back-to-back meetings for a start. So I think in a hybrid situation, leadership is interesting because leading by walking around, which is, you know, leadership 101, um, it's very difficult to do when not everyone is actually in a building anymore. Um, leading by Zooming around again is not so easy. It's not so spontaneous. I think the digital workplace is almost very formalized. You tend to have to sort of make appointments to see people or talk to people. And again, that's, that's putting more synchronous stuff in people's diaries. So I think there's a challenge for leaders around how do we do this without succumbing to things like proximity biases? So we know that before the pandemic, there was quite a body of research saying that if you weren't seen to be in an office, you were potentially forgotten about. You were passed over for promotion. Uh, you wouldn't get a good appraisal because simply the boss didn't know you were there. Um, mm. And that also adds, I think, to the pressure to, I, I, I call it digital presenteeism. So, you know, I'm going to be at a meeting because if the boss is at the meeting, they at least see I'm working. Um, not necessarily what you should be doing. It, it's kind of, well, there's lots of things around how do you make work look visible even if it's not within the full walls of an office. So that's one challenge for leaders. I think the other challenge is, I mean, leadership does tend to be a contact sport a lot of the time. So how do I create those relationships? And one of the fundamental things that we've seen, certainly in research, even just before the pandemic, was that leaders need to be good networkers. I call them perfect party hosts. And we all know that a perfect party host, don't we? They're very good at having a party. So firstly, there's usually a purpose for that party. They're normally very good at selecting who should be at the party. They know a little bit about everybody. And then they try and introduce people to each other that they think might have great conversations. Now, there's good and bad news on that. Most of us are not good party hosts. I am not. I'm a terrible party host. Um, I'm not a good networker. It's a skill, though. Um, and if it's a skill, we can start to train it. Um, and I think yeah. particularly for leaders, but probably for everybody, 
we need to be a lot better at networking, creating that purpose, creating those connections between people, not just in physical spaces, but also increasingly in digital spaces. And I think that that's a big challenge um, that we need to think about carefully, particularly for our, I mean, uh, we were talking about putting it into our apprenticeship programs, for example, um, because they're our future leaders and they're going to need that skill to lead effectively into a hybrid future.